Tato Hey, this is season three of the Clagato Veteran Podcast, episode 13. The first episode for the month of March. March 1st. Anyways, um, there's five subjects that we'll cover tonight. The first one will be True Res Podcast. The second one will be Clagato Veteran Nonprofit Organization's new bank account. Number three will be Navajo Pro Wrestling Update. Number four will be Navajo Veteran Car Show. And finally, number five, excuse me, this will be Navajo Nation Fair Comeback. So the Navajo Nation Fair Comeback is coming back in September. And I am Mateo Native Ravager, coming back at you again after a long, exhausting day and... I'm here with a with a little furry guest. Her name is Fuzzball, and uh, she's kind of um, she's kind of like uh, I'm babysitting her actually. Um, she's in heat, and um, my cousin and his uh, his lady friend they um, they wanted me to get Ching to mate with her, and her name is Fuzzball. If I if I didn't say it before, but um, she's um, in heat, and they wanted uh, Ching to uh, do some damage. They wanted him to be the daddy and do the dirty. But uh, since I was busy today, I really didn't have time to go get Ching, and I'm um, looking for Fuzzball, and I think she went under the bed. So she's not used to me, which is, you know, understandable. I wish I had time to really talk to her. But um, anyway, so uh, I'm not alone, basically, my point. So let's go ahead and get started on this podcast, um, episode 13, and we'll start off with our first subject of the night, which is True Res Podcast. Quickly moving on to segment one, or number one for episode 13. This is True Res Podcast, and this is coming off the heels of... um, Episode 12, when I was talking a lot about those uh, crimes and murders that were uh, the topics of all the five segments. Anyways, my point about this one, about the True Res podcast, is about, or True Res crime podcast. Sorry, I keep forgetting to add that. Uh, This is how it would be if um, we were to start up a podcast, we, meaning Navajos, uh, on the res, about reservation murders and the benefits that could come from it. Now, when I came up with this concept, um, it was off of a, a fellow Horn Toad listener who um, who got a hold of me through a Facebook Messenger, and he kind of let me know about some other crimes that uh, he was aware of, and one of them was uh, <laughs> I, I didn't have time to check the look look into this this today because man, I was just so freaking busy, but. Um, uh, it was taking place, um, I don't know, like the early 2010s, around that time frame, I think it was. Um, this lady uh, in Clagato, she murdered, uh, murdered all her kids, you know. And um, uh, right there, I'm not sure how she killed him. I, I remember my mom telling me one time, I think this was in the early 2000s, actually. I think it was... Uh, I might have still been serving in the military at the time, so, uh, or maybe it was after I got out. So, um, 
the story goes that, you know, she was a Clagatil resident and I don't know, something just snapped in her and then she just went ahead and just, I, I want to say she, she shot all her children. There was like five of them. I think it was. And right now, currently, um, she's in some kind of like a, like a criminal psychiatric ward, you know, and they're, uh, they're her, her family, like her sisters. One time they, they met up with my mom and, you know, you know, my mom, typical, uh, Navajo elderly mother just starts asking about her, you know, and then those, you know, it makes the family uncomfortable because they don't want to bring that up. But I did hear something like, uh, that lady, writes to the family every now and then and gives them a little bit of, um, like, you know, a little bit of, um, I don't know, like, like a request that she wants to come back home. And then the family says after a while, her, her letters, you know, it starts off good with good intentions. And then later just starts to turn all weird and trippy and freaky. And I don't know, I, I don't know what they mean by that. Maybe they, they're possibly saying that she writes about how she killed her kids or something. But, um, so that lady definitely has problems, you know, and then, um, uh, and then this, you know, fellow horn toad listener also let me know about another story, but I want to get the facts on this one because he did say that it was someone that he knew it was close to, um, elderlies that were also murdered and, that that one eh, it might have happened out here in Clagato. I gotta I gotta reread that message, but I was just kind of like I was like, oh, I'll, I'll save all this when I really get down to it and I have time to research and see what the um see what the newspaper prints are and just kind of see what was documented about it. And then maybe I'll ask him again a little bit later for more details. But anyways, um, so. You know, he, I, I believe that he really got inspired to like, um, you know, talk about this because I'm pretty sure not anybody would want to just bring that up and say, you know, oh, this is what happened, you know, to my family, you know, like, like all nonchalant. So I, I think this was something where he was kind of like inspired to, to at least let me know because, you know, it's something that, you know, he probably don't want to talk about it, but it you know, it's probably a subject matter where he wants to make sure that it's out there in, you know, and it's out in the universe. And, you know, it's kind of like, maybe that's a way for him to kind of let go and um, let it, like I said, just let it go out into the universe rather than holding on to it. But at the same time, staying anonymous, you know. And so that's where, you know, that's where I started thinking more about it today as I was driving to Gallup. <laughs> Is a, you know, man, I just can't get away from that friggin' city. But um, it, in, in all honesty, Gallup has been good to me, so I, I really don't want to say anything negative about it. But, um, anyways, so when I, while I was driving, I was just thinking about like, man, what if we could do a podcast? What you know, the possibilities of um, you know, helping out people get that resolve, you know, finally have their little closure. I think that's what it would really help out with. Now, I, I really haven't heard any of these uh, true crime podcasts that, that goes on, other than the small brief commercials um, that I hear on the radio, and um, and that's about it, you know. And when, um, 
these podcasts for the true crime come up, uh, these people, they, um, I listened to one. It's like, I, I think it's like 10 sec, 10 minutes, not 10 seconds. <laughs> it's a 10 minute long. No, no, no. It was half an hour, half an hour long podcast about, you know, how some, Oh, there goes fuzzball. If you're that slight meow, I think she's hungry, but I'll feed her uh, when I'm done with this segment. Anyways, so what ended up happening was, um, you know, it really made me think that, you know, this is what we need out on the reservation because the the taboo subjects of Navajo culture are really tricky nowadays. I know, cat, just hang in there. And um, one of the things that I'm that I was thinking about as I was driving was, you know, how could we push and promote for a true crime reservation podcast, um, true res crime podcast. That's what I was saying. And, um, you know, to do that, but then the subject matter of these past Navajos that have been murdered and the facts that go along with it, the families that may not give their permission to talk about it. Cause I don't know if, if it's a possibility to be sued off of them, I'm not really sure. But let's say everything works out. The families are like, yeah, go ahead. You know, I need this closure. We need this closure. Go ahead and talk about it. It'll bring up the person's memory one last time. And then from that point on, um, you know, the that podcast would also get the mm, those traditionalists and the elderlies upset like, why are you talking about the dead? You know, they're, they're gone. They're done. You don't, you don't talk about them anymore. And it's like, yeah, but you know, these are modern times where you look at Navajos nowadays, nobody's really following the traditional ways anymore. It's, it's, uh, it's sad to say, but it's, uh, part of the lifestyle that's just disappearing. And, um, and here, you know, the, the things that are taking over now is, you know, modern technology, modern society ways, um, uh, when all those protests were going on in America in the year 2020 and 2021, the, um, the news medias and all that stuff, you know, they were all, that was their way of life during those times for us out here on the res. Now I'm, I'm including myself in this because I also had to help out, you know, those that you know, needed some water hauling or, you know, split some firewood or, or just basically run someone to the store or take them to the store, then bring them back, you know, and as much as I try not to really ask for gas money, you know, I was still like, you know, Hey man, you know, I'm kind of taking time out of my schedule, but if they really didn't have any gas money, I would just say, you know, buy me something to eat. Then, you know, I'm hungry as usual because traveling gets you hungry. So anyways, um, that's where it would, uh, you know, I was thinking about it, like, you know, cause everything that is positive that people try to do, there's always someone that's got to look at the negative. And every time that happens, um, everybody is just kind of like, uh, it starts the people who do it for the positive reasons, they start to give up and they're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore because I don't want to face too much backlash. I don't want to face too much arguments. I don't want to get in a fight with anyone, you know, and so they'll back down and the person who probably just suggest suggested or maybe just even just questioned 
what was going on or the negativeness that could come from it, you know, they're like, well, I guess I won. You know, I wasn't really looking forward to winning. I just wanted my question answered, you know. And that's why I, I look at, I, I mean, I was thinking about all that, the possibilities. I mean, the yeah, the possibilities. And another thought that came into my head was, um, let's say there is a, a true, true res crime podcast that comes up. Now that, uh, I would say in order to promote that, you know, obviously get a logo, like, like I've been pushing just for everything else, logos, advertising, and, um, what was that other thing? Um, promotion and then making shirts. Basically that's probably how anything would start off first is shirts and probably bumper stickers, probably like the next cheapest thing you can make from then on. Um, you know, I, I guess sponsoring would kind of be something that would naturally follow behind that. And then I would say getting endorsements probably with those women's shelters, the one in Chinle and the one in Kienta, um, which reminds me, I, I was supposed to get in contact with those ladies in Chinle and give them some more donations. But man, <laughs> with all that I go through on a daily basis and all the traveling I got to do, it just... I don't know when that's going to happen, but I still want to do that and get rid of a lot of the leftover stuff that we have. But anyways, so let's say the, the women's shelter, they, um, they agree to it. Um, and that's where, you know, you got to do some fundraising. Then the money that could, would come from that, you know, unless you're a greedy person, don't do it. But if you're going to raise money for a good cause, like, um, like, the true res crime podcast, uh, helping out the women's shelter for like women that get beaten and abused and killed, um, by their abuser, you know, maybe some kind of, um, a small cash donation or a check donation could be made to their children or, you know, something like that. You know, it's just, that's as far as I, I thought about it. And, the rest kind of uh, writes for itself if um, if you kind of follow that type of path and see where it goes. And so anyways, other than that, that's where I was like, man, yeah, this I, I could really see myself doing a true res crime podcast. You know, um, the thing with that is now that I've got some experience doing this Clagato veteran podcast and I, you know, know how to break it down into segments. Um, I would pretty much say that, yeah, I, I would say 30 minutes would probably be good enough. And, um, in order to keep that podcast going, it would probably be like, you know, break them up into like 22 episodes again, but each episode is like 30 minutes and maybe do like the first, I don't know, the first 10 as one, one crime that happened the next 10 segments will be about the crime and the last two segments just about like updates and you know stuff like that that's where i was kind of um looking at it and um and the horn toad listener that uh suggested um, or, or told me about these other crimes that uh about the other elderly that are being killed and that were killed i mean and the lady that killed her kids those those two right there is where um you know 
he could probably, I was, I, I wrote back to him. I said, man, you could probably do the research for me on some of the stuff that I don't know. I mean, I'll, obviously I'll still do the research anyways, but, um, but if anything, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, jaw flapping. I wouldn't mind talking about it. I wouldn't mind going in depth about, you know, what happened there in the crime, the, the gory details, you know, and that's another thing about gore. It's, um, maybe it really doesn't need to be put in, uh, in a situation like that, but I, for me, from my point of view, I would say, yeah, the gore has to be in there, the blood, the splatter, uh, the body parts, you know, because of, um, you know, the fact that you're trying to get your point across and you want people to pay attention to how serious these things are when, you know, dumbass idiots that work over at the Navajo Nation courthouse just jerk around with each other, you know, and they don't want to respond back to you. So I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that experienced that with them. And they're, they're lucky. I've been really busy with, you know, the weather elements and just trying to keep things going with the nonprofit and just the vehicle breaking down constantly. And then, um, you know, the water pipes freezing, busting. Oh man. It's just like one damn thing after another, you know? So they're lucky. I really haven't been able to like write to them and, and, you know, I also got the podcast, so I, you know, I'm trying to have this responsibility of uh, making sure that um, what is being the foundation that I'm laying down during these, you know, I don't know, times of crisis, I would say, but it really depends, you know, on your view of the crisis. Do you really jump in and follow what the news says, or do you kind of step back and say, hmm... Is this all pre-planned again? You know, what's behind all this, um, pretty much, what's behind all what everybody's promoting? You know, this uh, Russia and Ukraine, well, they say invasion, but at some point they also say, um, uh, what was that other word? War. And once they use that word war, that's where everybody kind of already had, already jumps ahead. And they start, you know, filling in the rest for themselves. That's why I say, you know, it's probably best to go ahead and go in with the gory details of how, you know, some Navajo got murdered or how this murderer, Navajo murderer murdered somebody, you know. Because if, um, if, if, if I were to talk about this and leave out the gory details, then you know, the podcast listeners might be like, wait a minute, that don't sound right. Or, or it might make it sound more deadly than it actually was or more horrific, more graphic. But if you kind of, uh, my thought is that, you know, if I kind of go into it willing to talk about gory details, damn COVID freaked me out, bastard. He's right by the window. Anyways, so that's where this whole true crime Red's crime uh, podcast would would really be interesting, man. I like I said, I wouldn't mind doing it, but um, if there's somebody out there that's listening to this, can do it. I mean, you know, got my full support, and um, we can all work together. And um, you know, with if anything, I wouldn't mind being a special guest either. You know, just kind of talking about some of the um, the graphic stuff I've seen, but most of it, what I've seen, is just mostly off of the internet. I haven't really seen anything gory in real life 
Um, the only thing that's really that has really impacted me that really hasn't given me PTSD or anything is just watching my brothers die in front of me, you know. That's where it's kind of like um it's it's sad, but it's also a way for me to kind of uh you know, when I talk about them, the, it helps me, you know, and and when that happens, I um you know, I feel a little better that, you know, I can kind of look back and see where it all went wrong and what were the signs that, you know, that, that they were dying or they were about to die or they were going to die, you know. And and that's what I'm saying that, you know, that's um, talking about a true res podcast, true res crime podcast. Um, I would say that would really help out. Now, it doesn't. Oh, damn dogs. Um, I would say if anything, the true crime would usually revolve around death of a, another human being. Um, and if I were to talk about true crime, as in like uh, burglaries or um, uh, what's that other word, um, where you take money out, um, uh, extortion and uh, kidnapping, you know, all that, you know, I guess that could fall in that category. You know, I, like I said, this is this is just my thoughts. Uh, automatically, my thoughts were death and, and dying and gore. But somebody might say, oh, you don't have to talk about that. You can talk about, you know, the thievery that goes on within the tribe and the gover tribal government or when elderlies get taken advantage of when they go, you know, to a used car dealership and, the you know, someone buys a car. Like that buck-tooth little witch. Uh, this is the rumor is that she used her grandparents money to buy herself a car and she forged her grandfather's name well that's what i heard so you know that like i said you know rumors and gossips are one thing but um actually having facts is another and then you know there's obviously your point of view and your opinions and stuff like that so all that put together is you know i think it would be plenty of um resources to do a podcast like that but anyways um, so I hit the, um, the 20 minute mark on what I was, uh, talking about originally. And so now I'm going to go ahead and just leave that at that. Cause you know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we'll come back to it again later, but I'll go ahead and jump on subject number two, which will be the Clagatill veterans nonprofit incorporated's new bank account.